Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. An overabundance of honor. IT was not just raining cats and dogs during the recently held commencement rites at the University of the Philippines, up, in Diliman. It was also raining with Latin honors. One out of every two graduates was honored either as summa cum laude, magna cum laude or cum laude. And this phenomenon is not confined to up in its campuses, it is also seen in other universities and colleges. To graduate as a summa cum laude in up, one needs to have a grade point average, GPA, of at least 1.20. A lower GPA but at least 1.45 merits a magna cum laude while graduates who obtain a lower GPA but at least 1.75 are qualified for a cum laude honor. The same rubric applies to graduates of the Polytechnic University of the Philippines, PUP, and the Royal Pontifical University of Santo Tomas, UST. At the De La Salle University, DLSU, which follows a different grading system, a student who graduates with a GPA within the 3.76 to 4.00 range is awarded summa cum laude honors. Magna cum laude is earned by a graduate with a GPA within the 3.51 to 3.75 range, and cum laude by one whose GPA is within the 3.26 to 3.50 bracket. Ateneo de Manila University, at MU, has a higher bracket range with GPAs within 3.87 to 4.00 for summa cum laude, 3.70 to 3.86 for magna cum laude, and 3.50 to 3.69 for cum laude. Far Eastern University, FEU, on the other hand, adopts a lower bracket range compared to Ateneo but higher than DLSU, with GPAs within the 3.80 to 4.00 range for summa cum laude, 3.60 to 3.79 for magna cum laude, and 3.40 to 3.59 for cum laude. In the past, Latin honors were considered to be such rare rewards that an entire graduating class may not have had a single summa cum laude graduate. Up Dilliman had its commencement exercises before, where degrees were bestowed en masse with only the names of those with Latin honors read and asked to come up the stage. This was not only to accord them recognition worthy of their achievements but a practical time management strategy. However, reading more than 2,000 names out of 4,000 graduates, which is the actual number of graduates from Up Dilliman who earned Latin honors, may no longer be an appropriate time-saving strategy. The more central issue is whether graduating with Latin honors when you share the distinction with at least half of the graduating class or even with practically all of your batch, as in the case of the BA philosophy program at Up Los Banos, is truly a moment that celebrates being distinguished from the rest. The latter is a good example where all second-term graduates in the program had Latin honors, except for one, and you realize that it was not those with honors who truly graduated with distinction. It was, in fact, the lone graduate without Latin honors who earned that honor. Lest I get misinterpreted, I must say that we cannot deny graduates who earn Latin honors by satisfying the grade requirements and their parents the accolade they deserve. But we have to ask ourselves if this is leading us to a system that celebrates an honor that is truly with distinction. And this would lead us to look for the reasons for this overabundance of honors, which some concerned individuals even consider to have reached the level of an epidemic. Beyond entertaining the thought that perhaps, students today are genetically more intelligent than their parents' generations or that it must be in the more fortified milk or the enriched food they now take, there are other possible explanations. 
One of these is the accessibility of technologies and resources that enable learning. These shower current generations of learners with the convenience of online resources like Google Search in lieu of moldy and dusty libraries, YouTube tutorials and easy guides, including e-books, instead of reading entire books, and generative artificial intelligence, AI, such as ChatGPT, which is a more convenient substitute for faculty consultations. The pandemic may have had some inflationary effects on assessing student performance. Compassion was practically enforced in education and deference to the stressful environment that learners encountered, from COVID-19 to internet problems. Colleges and universities adopted no-failure policies, which may have led to grading curves and rubrics shifting downward to ensure fairness to top-performing students. Assessment tools were modified to accommodate online mechanisms, which may have sacrificed authentic learning parameters such as measuring actual skills. Real-life skills were turned into videotape submissions that are now just remotely supervised by educators who all now have to simply trust their students. Dissecting an actual frog is now replaced by examining a digital e-palaka. All of these came at a time when rights-based education was advancing in the minds of students. Students became more assertive about their rights. Laws were passed on safe spaces, and university and college administrators became more wary of terror professors abusing student rights. This is amplified by new theories of learning, from transformative learning to outcomes-based education, that shift the core of education away from teachers and into learners. Teachers are no longer the sages on the stage but are now guides on the side in a learner-centered environment. These otherwise novel approaches to teaching and learning have unfortunately reared a system where teachers became more vulnerable to complaints from students, which now include challenges to how they are graded. Young, untenured and part-time professors have become more vulnerable. Students weaponize their evaluation of their teachers' performance against their permanency, promotion or rehiring. This can lead to teachers becoming more generous in their class requirements and in giving grades. This phenomenon may just be a temporary flux, as we may just be experiencing the tail end of the pandemic effect, but as pointed out, the enforced compassion to remedy the pandemic-induced educational challenges is just one possible explanation. The core issue is whether the awarding of Latin honors needs a reboot in the face of current educational philosophy, policies and practices. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.